Welcome to The Confidence Crown. I'm your host, Lisa Hyde, and each week I'll be sharing a solo episode or bringing in a guest that will help you bust through your fears and get you laser-focused on your dreams of time and financial freedom. I want to use this podcast as a way to empower as many women as I can to be financially self-sufficient, because babe, you rule. Think of me as your business bestie that's been through it all and here to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. And while I'm not claiming to have all the answers, hopefully I'll help you sidestep the last two. Ladies, it is time to earn and own your crown and be the yes queen you are destined to be. Together, let's make it rain. Episode two of The Confidence Crown. Fear. I have to say this is probably one of the biggest and most important obstacles a new business owner, entrepreneur, or someone looking to make changes in their life can face. I have watched the most level-headed, strong, and successful people get crippled by a simple no or a side-eyed glance from someone they care about. It's crazy. I mean, listen, we all have it. Don't kid yourself. I just used Mel Robbins' five-second rule to get started. Five, four, three, two, one, blast off. And then I hit the record button. It's what we do with those feelings and the energy we give them. So today, I want to talk about how to flip the script on that fear. Being able to identify it, sit with it, and then move on allows us to move into a space of empowerment instead of being led by limiting beliefs. What happened to you as a child or the behaviors you witnessed growing up, all of these things create who you are today, if you let it. It's up to you to decide if you want them to hold you back from achieving your dreams and goals or use them to propel you to succeed. All right, let's go back to me for a second. (laughs) So I grew up in the entertainment business being behind the scenes. I represented actors, writers, musicians, comedians, but I was never one to be comfortable in front of the camera, ever. Ever. I don't even really like getting my picture taken. It's just not um, comfortable to me, or at least it wasn't. But I found myself seven years ago in an industry that required me to do public speaking. Mind you, I spent every waking moment in college looking for classes that wouldn't require me to have to speak in front of the class. Um, Talking in front of a large group gave me flop sweat. It made me nervous. It, um, I hated hearing the sound of my voice. It's so funny to me how um, I now have a career that requires me to speak in front of people on the daily. I get paid to do public speaking. <laughs> um, and I had fear in the beginning. I would practice. I would... Um, write out my scripts. I would tape them to the mirror of my bathroom and I would practice them over and over and over um, until I felt like I had the information enough inside of me that if someone asked me a question or wanted to know my story, I could, you know, rattle it off without that fear of going blank. And then as I started to grow this business, I realized you had to do presentations and tell people about the business, not just yourself. So I started to memorize those scripts. And I'm telling you, it was about memorizing. I would, again, print out the scripts. I'd tape them onto the mirror in my bathroom while I was getting ready in the morning. And I would just say the information over and over and over again. Now, 
it got easier, but you know, every time we had to do this, and it was a few times a month, I'd be in front of a crowd. Start off, you know, maybe five people, 10, then 30 people. And I got to tell you, even though I memorized it, I still had that flop sweat. <laughs> um, and I still would always get a little tongue tied when I'd hear my voice. That was always like the weird part of it. Like I could continue to talk, but all of a sudden my brain registered that it was my voice out there in the universe. And I was like, oh, this is horrible. So I tell people this all the time. It's just practice. And I kept practicing. And then came a moment um, about four years into my business. Is that right? Or three years? Oh my gosh, I'm getting this part wrong. Where I was asked to speak at a leadership summit. And um, I thought, oh, well, that's flattering. Why? Why? Um, but they wanted to learn some of my best practices um, on how I took care of my customers. And there were 6,000 of us going to be at this leadership summit. And that started to make me panic. I'd just kind of gotten used to like the room of 30 to speak in front of. Um, and now we're propelling this into numbers more than I can imagine. And this is also going to require me to have a microphone. Holy moly. So what did I do? I didn't say no. I said yes to being outside my comfort zone. I wanted to make myself be better at this. So I made notes and I studied them. So when we got to Nashville that week, instead of going out the first night with everyone and enjoying and partying and having a good time, I stayed in my hotel room and I paced and I memorized my crib notes for the speech that I was going to give the next day because I wanted to make sure that I didn't have flop sweat and like throw into some stunned panic hearing my voice through the microphone and realizing that I didn't know what I was talking about even though this is something that I do every day it's also silly when I think about it now but I'll tell you um, I'm glad I had my <laughs> cliff notes memorized because when I got on that stage the next morning with a little bit of sweat not only were the teleprompters down, <laughs> but there was massive issues with the microphone. So by the time it was my turn to talk, I was in a bit of a panic. Um, you know, everyone tried to stay calm and they knew it was my first time speaking in front of a group that large. Um, so everyone was trying to be very encouraging. And I just took one giant deep breath. And I remembered something I had learned, which is, that adrenaline that's racing through you, it's the same when you're nervous as when you're excited. So you just have to tell yourself out loud or in your head, but over and over, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited to do this. And your brain flips a little switch and that adrenaline is still running, but it's not in the same panic mode. You're not running for your life. You're just excited to be speaking in front of people. And I got through it. And then people came up after and they said how great I was <laughs> and they wanted to know more. And I was baffled because Lord thought I was really like messed up. I mean, it was, it was a lot, but I have to tell you after that, girl, it doesn't matter how many people are in front of me. Look, I'm doing a podcast now, and I've had IGTV filming some of this, and we're just doing it in my authentic voice. So being able to identify this fear, being able to sit with it, and then move on, 
That's what allows us into a space of empowerment instead of being led by limiting beliefs. What happened to you as a child or the behaviors that you witnessed growing up, all of those create who you are today, if you let it. It's up to you to decide if you want them to hold you back from achieving your dreams and goals or use them to propel you to succeed. So I'm going to give you some examples and then I'm going to give you some ways to flip the script. This is something I hear a lot um, as a fear facing new business owners. If I seem salesy, people won't like me. Flip the script. Fear is a choice. What other people think about you has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Are you sharing from a true authentic space? Then you're not being salesy. Here's another example. There are no good men left. I'll always be alone and single. All right, how about this? Put on something sexy. Then practice saying in the mirror, I am lovable. Because until you truly love yourself, you'll continue to attract the wrong people into your life. Putting yourself first will command the respect you desire from those closest to you. It's really that simple. All right, here's another example. I'm uncomfortable with charging X amount of dollars for my services. Let's flip that script. Change the frequency. If you believe you're only worth $10 an hour, well, guess what? That's the frequency you're putting out there, and that's the kind of job or client you're going to attract. But if you believe you're worth $1,000 an hour, then that's the frequency you're putting out, and that's the kind of client or employment opportunity you'll attract. What you believe persists. Your true self lives in the present, not stuck in your head or in the past. Totally believe in miracles and is one with the universe. (laughs) Your life is like a movie. So with each scene playing out in front of your face, as the heroine of your story, isn't it time that you gave her a chance to come out and play? I dare you. Five, four, Three, two, one, go. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear how you got over your fear or how you're getting over a major obstacle. So tag me in your IG stories at The Confidence Crown and fill me in. 